You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ratchet Ramblings. This is episode 88. 12 shy of 100 and as usual i am your co-host candace you can find me on twitter at nasa movie pc i'm london's mom uh and i am specifically here to drag tiara and carly red today uh, i got a light-skinned friend at sabozo and i got a dark-skinned friend at sabozo <laughs> <laughs> call you candace jackson indeed hey listen <laughs> As usual, I'm joined by my friend and co-host. This is a duo today, as Curtis is on a break. So come on, friend. Come on in. And it is me. It is I. I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Niggy Ray Cyrus, a.k.a. Knights of the Old Town Road, a.k.a. Y'all are too fucking old. To be begging for hugs and hashtags. And I'll leave it at that. Uh-oh. Mm. And you take with that what you will on Cinco de Negro. Uh, speaking of, shout out to all of y'all that's uh, appropriating and getting drunk. And that's not me coming from a place of shade. Because I, too, would be getting drunk than a motherfucker old today. So it's fine. Uh, But let me just say this. If you are one of those bigots who wants the wall built, you don't need to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo. That is correct. Just wanted to throw that out there. You uh, need to go find you something else to do. Take your ass to church. Be right. be a Bible-thumping piece of shit. But uh, if you're a racist, you shouldn't be enjoying a margarita today. So that's what I want to say. That is correct. Um, in terms of network announcements, do not forget to go and subscribe to your favorite shows on the network if you haven't already done so or get somebody else to subscribe and head on over to flawlessnoises.com for all of the updates about the shows. Uh, buy some merch. Yes. Buy a t-shirt. Make a special request. Do what, do what you must, but uh, go ahead and buy some merch. And if you're not a Patreon subscriber, I believe you are missing out on great content that is completely different from what you are getting from our regular network shows. Um, mm -hmm. And for $5 a month, you are getting brand new content. So uh, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Okay? Yeah. Indeed. With that out the way, <laughs> uh, we only have two shows. We're going to get in and get out today. We're not going to hold y'all. But before we get into that, there's a little rumor floating around the interwebs that Love and Hip Hop's Joe Budden and Sin Santana have broken up. Uh, this is evidenced by them scrubbing each other from their social media um, not adding each other, not in any form or fashion, which is odd because she used to they used to love to add each other on social media, hop in each other's conversations, be in each other's comments on Instagram, um, to them. Let's let's do a little investigative journalism really quickly. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just doing a little investigative journalism, see if they still follow each other. Uh, followers. Sin. Uh, yeah, she's no longer following him. Mm. He's no longer following her. Seems like there's trouble amidst of the home of Pump It Up. Trouble mm. in paradise. Mm. Uh, well, well, I mean, that mm. is... you know, they definitely, <laughs> now that I think about it, they definitely broke up like a Twitter couple. Uh, I said this on Twitter when, uh, when the rumors started stirring, what, um, they don't ever know how, like celebrity couples feel like they being so low key and they really aren't. Right. Uh, you could like they start instantly removing each other. It's not even gradual. They block each other, and all, and it's like, hey, sweetheart. Y'all moving in silence. Y'all real, real loud. Yeah, to be trying to move low key, you are super loud in what you were doing. So, especially yeah. with celebrity, like there's already a heightened sense state of awareness on you and spotlight on you. So it's like every little thing you do. Like I put it like this: if regular, mo- if we can tell when regular motherfuckers, like everyday people, like break up and you know they delete delete pictures and all this, that, and the third, you definitely can tell when two celebs are breaking up. So you know, mm, good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, we don't know what went on, but we can tell from you know the love and hip hop season that. Sin has a lot of baggage. She's much younger than Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, who we've addressed his problematicness before, um, but we also know that he has done the work to be a better person and get his shit together, right some of his wrongs, fix his relationship with his first child, um, get sober, you know, he's in therapy. Um, and we just saw them tugging, pushing and pulling all season long. You know, yeah. she dealt with postpartum. She didn't want to get professional help. She felt like the way to cure it was to go in the studio and make music and things like that. And somebody who has done the work to get professional help to figure out their demons and what's going on with them. Um, we kind of could see that coming from a mile away, honestly. You know, yeah. she and then when she they did the therapy episode, all this additional baggage dropped out the closet with her being sexually abused as a child and, you know, all this other stuff. And I don't want to say it, but I'm going to finally say it. Um, His success appeared to drum up some jealousy from her, you know. She had this, well, you always busy, you always working, you always on the road, and I'm here at home. And so... I contribute some of that to her age, because I feel like somebody that was a little older would be like, well, shit, nigga, if you working and shit, I can be working. I mean, what the fuck is the issue? Yeah. the uh, To me, the age difference was definitely a big thing. Right. Because that yeah. definitely is some, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that definitely is some young people shit. Shit, like I don't. Yeah, know, when what, somebody who went from having a, a a career to losing their career to having a bigger and better career in the now, um, and you saying, "Well, you always working," it's kind of like, "Girl, do you remember this nigga?" Well, you probably don't, cause you was a teenager. <laughs> I was about to say. 
so, so that's where we're at. But those those of us that are a bit older than Sin remember how Joe Budden completely pissed his career away, his music career. So now him, you know, getting a bag bag, you know, and right. I, that to like you said that my at my current big age, that is not something I would be complaining about. Right. She, but at her Sin is, much Sin younger. Sin is younger than me, right? Yeah, Sin is only like 25 or 26 at the most. Mm. Well, and he, Joe Button is like 38. Yeah. Over yeah. a decade. Almost a decade and a half. And we saw that coming. But whatever the case, we hope you guys are trying to handle things amicably for the sake of your child. Um, we wish you guys the best. Joe, you and that Gooch is back on the market. <laughs> I am a married woman, but I know a few who would like to experience that Gooch on the low. <laughs> One of them is a co-host on this damn podcast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you can push the legs. Joey. <laughs> Hey, papi. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Cucho. But with that said, uh, we are moving on because we already started talking about love and li- love and hip hop cast, but uh we're gonna take it on down today. That is Mona. correct. Mona. Mm. So before we get into a Mona girl, what the fuck are you even doing? What? How, what you must be paying these goddamn writers in like bubblegum and old Monica CDs because what in the entire black ass fuck is you even doing with these storylines, girl? These storylines are weird. They are Boy. lackluster. Do not care. Do not um, care. Do not care. Do not care. Um, so, it's annoying. Like I almost feel like you could have took a week off if this is what you was gonna give us. Just give us the drama, the setup for the drama. I don't really care about. But right. I watched you, it. Yeah, she too old in the game for setup episodes. Like, girl, give us the mess. Yeah, get to it. Right. That's all we ask. Get to it, girl. Anyways, speaking of getting to it. Yes, so season eight, episode seven, The Immaculate Conception, which, again, girl, what you even doing with these goddamn titles? Uh, so it starts off Scrap and Jocka in the gym, which I believe that's the first time we've seen these niggas in the gym in 84 years, but that's neither here nor there. They invite Kirk, dud head ass, and Kirk invites Carlos' fiance because mess. Um, Jock for very valid reasons, is obviously not comfortable with kicking it like they bros with his ex's fiance, which again, Kirk, and not even Kirk, but Mona again, girl, what the fuck is you doing? Why? Like, I feel like storyline or not, Jock, that ain't even, that wasn't even a storyline. Jock is like, okay, why am I kicking it with this nigga that I don't that I don't even know that I met one time that is my ex's fiance, and we kicking it like we played f- football in high school together. Like what? So again, Mona, you're too old for these goddamn rookie ass mistakes. 
but the whole point of Kurt slash Mona inviting this nigga is because Kirk and Rashida's bozo asses. You know what? You know what, friend? You know, when I was writing my notes, I started calling... I'm not going to call Rashida Rashida no more. I'm going to call her Bojita. Combination mm. of Rashida and Bozo, because that's what the bitch is, a Bozo. So Kirk and Bojita <clears throat> want to have a couple's retreat with all the couples going back to, not the same cabin, but another cabin and having a couple's retreat. And these niggas... <laughs> These motherfuckers showed the flashbacks of Kirk cheating on Rashida when Benzino was still with us on the fucking on the fucking show in the goddamn cabinets. And I was like, this is not this this nothing bad can happen with this. Nothing bad can happen with this, uh Kirk. Absolutely it was, nothing. It's it's weird that they keep going to a cabin. Do they not have budget money for any other, you know? Fun couple, right? Can y'all like, go to like a casino? Like, a no, can we go to the Caribbean or something right. like that? Like, like why are y'all always holed up in a goddamn cabin? What is the budget? What is the problem? Is the rating stipping? What, where are we? Right, all y'all do is go to a cabin. Like, is that all they have on Airbnb? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that all we are to get from right. now on? All these Listen. niggas do is go because they went to a cabin the last. No, they didn't even go to a cabin. They went to the cabin up the cabin, a cabin in the fucking bumfuck country of Texas. Like no disrespect to Texas, but like what Mona, the budget, sweetie, do you need to start a GoFundMe so they can afford so you can afford new shit? Like what is happening here? Help me understand. So, yeah. <clears throat> but so, but um. Mo, who is Carly's fiance, says he might not be able to make it because he has to go to Arkansas for some business. Put a pen in that. We'll come back to it. Um, so they move on to the next scene. A V Akbar V is with her his, her son. Uh, they rock climbing, and uh, you know I Akbar V is a bozo. Um, as my friend Candace established last episode, but I stand the self awareness of knowing your limits. Because her son climbing, she was like, I ain't getting my fat ass up there in rock climbing. And I can appreciate that level of self-awareness because I, too, would not get my fat ass up in rock climbing. <laughs> these knees will be, these big ass knees will be scraped and my big ass will fall on the floor and it's not going to be good. So I can appreciate that level of self-awareness. I can also appreciate Akbar V always reading the fuck out of Tiara's stupid ass for the shit that she doing over scrap. Outball V was like, girl, you you hit this man, you this man on parole, this man done made it clear he don't want you. Like, what the fuck is you even doing? How you digmatized over dick that you ain't been getting, Tierra girl? How much of a bozo are you? Yeah, that's what's weird to me. That's what's really, really weird to me is they haven't had sex. Like right. as much we said that Scrap was a bozo for like maybe leading her on, but yeah. at His the same time, at the same time, he is communicate communicating quite well that he is not interested in anything romantic with Tierra. Right, like at all, it. like he's not having sex with her. He's not playing with her feelings about wanting to have sex with her. He's not. He's not doing any of that. Now, should he just come right out and say, hey, leave me alone. Let's co-parent. Yes. But at the same time, 
how many times do somebody got to curve you? Do somebody got to like side, stiff arm you like it's a football game for you to be like, okay, this person don't want to fuck me. Right. This man been doing the Odell Beckham salsa away from your motherfucking ass and you just like, oh, he loves me. No, girl, he just wants to co-parent. Um, and the fact that your friend been reading you ever since her first inception on the show about this and you still not getting it, what is you even doing? Then, Tiara's so much of a bozo that she wants to meet with Monice because woman to woman because she wants to know and I quote and I wrote this part down because I was I was so disgusted and how much of a fucking bozo Tiara is she wants to have a sit down with Monice because she wants Monice to let her know what type of relationship Scrap and Monice have been having that she knows she would never get uh friend help me understand what the fuck is the logic here yeah I'm confused why the fuck? So you admit that you're never gonna have any dealings with this man anymore, but you want the wo- the woman that he is currently messing around with, which we'll get to in a minute. You want intimate details or whatever they got going on. For what exactly? Like, what purpose is that going to serve you? So I she's kind of it's kind of weird. It's very weird. Like, girl, are you trying to like? have a threesome or something like what the fuck is you doing why the fuck would you want to know that why you want to know <laughs> why you want to know how monique's sucking this man dick like what 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 how does that help you in co-parenting which is all this nigga want to do so i don't know if, so do you think that's mona's writing or tiara that much of a bozo or it's both no tiara is just a is very um abusive she has abuse written all over her from her possession of him her desire to control his relationships and dealings with other women the physical aspect of it um and things of that nature all of it mounts up to abuse in my eyes Um, because if a man if a man was doing that we would have no problem calling him an abuser because that those are abuser tactics. Um, so you know I, what? that's a good point. I hadn't even thought about it like that because that would, cause you know what? You're absolutely right. Because whatever reason would she have to want to talk to Monice unless she's trying to control not only scrap, but her as well. So you yeah, know that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, she's she's really something is really off about her. And um I feel for scrap. Um because he's raising a child with her and this is her behavior. It's mm. weird. But it, it goes back to what you were saying last week. Like don't stop sticking your dick in abusive ass bozos. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. there's no way you can convince me that just now is just now. Because how old is that? That's got to be like, what, six, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah. He's a, he's a grown boy. There ain't no way in here you're going to convince me that Tierra just now exhibiting these signs. Ain't no way in here you can convince me otherwise. No. Which, 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 and it says a lot about Scrap as well because mm-hmm. he has a, a, a cycle of being with abusive women. Tierra. Tommy, Monice, even Monice is a fighter. Like, yeah. 
I listen, dysfunction is what it is. Mm. Pure dysfunction. Dysfunction, mm. dysfunctional head, both 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 sides. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. So well, that's uh we'll, yeah, we'll, that's that. we'll, that. we'll come back to it. So <laughs> so Ahsoka Mac meets with um Pooh to give her the details of what the fuck happened um at the party where she <clears throat> where she got fired and lost her fucking job. And I'm telling you something, motherfucking Pooh was like, girl, I don't feel bad for you because your, that's your dumb ass going and, and fucking up your bag. And I was like, Hasonka Mac, how much, how much of an ass do you have to feel that the person that you let gas you up or that you was in cahoots with to take down Carly don't even feel bad for you fucking up your bag over the message that you sent? How much of a bozo do you have to be? <laughs> Who's like, who's like, girl? I don't give a fuck that you lost your job. That's on you. <laughs> Listen, but I mean, it just still speaks to the same shade that she was when she was on all those years ago. Just a fucking dummy, and that's mm-hmm. why I don't want to see her. And I don't understand, like, I, how desperate is Mona to get somebody worthwhile people on because Shay is a Shay is stupid. And I like as trash as Pooh is, I'm with her. Like, girl, you let another adult gas you into losing the job that you said you really wanted, and you want her to have some sympathy for you, girl. Right. Girl, fuck you. Right now, Pooh is a bozo. We will not dismiss that, but you just you want everybody to feel sorry for you, and it's just like, girl. I mean, and jumping ahead just a little bit on uh, Shekinah, who I always forget Shekinah name when I write watch this damn show. But Shekinah in Tokyo absolutely was right. It's like, girl, you let another grown-ass woman influence you enough to, even if you do have, did have smoke for Carly, which I still don't understand why the fuck you care that Carly don't know you or whatever. But, you know, they apo- jumping ahead, they apologize and, and make it up um, in later in the episode, so it's fine. But I just don't understand wanting knowing willingly being a bozo and then wanting sympathy when you suffer the consequences of you being a bozo then on top of the fact that the motherfucker that you let gas you up is like girl oh well then tried to fuck you <laughs> that creeped me out it did that now that part that, did, that creeped me out i do not like let me say this and this is a reason why um i kind of at this point keep my distance on twitter too um, I do not like hypersexual people. Mm. Like I do not like people that I just cannot have a conversation with without them getting creepy and sexual. And this is men and women because women have a bad habit of not respecting another woman's agency because they feel like, okay, well, we both women. What's the big deal? The big deal is I don't want to engage you like that. Right. I'm over here telling you how some shit that we did got me fired and you pulling out a two-ended deal though, talking about I got something for you. Girl, that is fucking disgusting. Yeah, it very very much. That's why I say it now. Pooh, I mean not Pooh. Shay Mac, you don't get no sympathy because you chose to be a bozo. However, you don't deserve to have your agency disrespected by Pooh creepy ass. Cause that was weird very as fuck. Creepy. I was like, okay, this is gross. And it's like, girl, you didn't even ask no consent. You didn't even act like ask um uh, Hisoka Matt, like, do you even swing this way or what? Like, you just was like, here, here's a here, here's a deal though, girl. Let's get it popping. Shay, 
Hosoka Matt was looking like, girl, I got to go. I, I see you running away. Good. I'm good, love. Enjoy. And I don't mm-hmm. blame her. Yeah, I don't Pooh, blame her. Because, Pooh, what the fuck is you doing, girl? You old as fuck. Don't nobody want to see no... Sadly, that's why I believe what she said about Carly. Like, I'm not calling Pooh a liar. But if she's really pressed for people to know that she had sexual dealings with Carly. And right. it's really creepy. Um, mm-hmm. and she's like being that same type of creepy, and I'm not saying what Carly her her Carly and her husband did maybe wasn't consensual, but you could definitely tell that they are that creepy couple who like is always trying to get people to have you know threesomes with them. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-mm. So so um, but like I said, jumping ahead a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, Shay Mac and Carly, um, they about they Shay Mac apologizes to Carly later in the episode, and Carly assists the apology. She Carly's like, "Girl, I'd have done some messy, petty shit into to it." And it's like, "You got damn right, Carly." Again with this self awareness, <laughs> and she's like, "I forgive you, but Pooh is a different story. It's fuck fuck Pooh for the rest of my life on bread, fruit on concrete." And you know what? At this point, fair, Carly, fair. Because Go ahead. So first things first, we we might as well talk about the setting of where they're at. So okay, Scrappy's daughter's mom, Imani, is back on the show. Erica Dixon is back on the show. Yes. Which why? <laughs> My real question, why? She is pregnant with twins. I've seen that much on uh social media. Mm-hmm. But why again? I guess like, when you need a check, I guess. I don't know. And to the point, and the part that's, and I'm not saying celebrities don't deserve their privacy, but when you come on reality TV, you kind of are forfeiting your privacy. Yeah. So her hiding whoever the kid's dad is is annoying the fuck out of me. We like to be low key. Okay, well, bitch, get off my TV screen. I want motherfuckers on here that's high key. <laughs> you low- I want it all out in the open, bitch. You're pregnant with twins. We want the tea. We want the scoop. We want the gossip. You got Mama D there, so you and Mama D having a good relationship. Bitch, where I want the everything. Right. And also, it just made sense because they pay everybody on these shows. Like, if you and your baby daddy is on the show, that's a check for both of y'all. So, girl, exactly. That's that's two checks you could be you could be bringing in. You trying to be secretive and shit. That's two instances. Two two weeks in a row we've seen of people fumbling the fucking bag. Ugh, y'all so goddamn stupid. But yes, I agree. Girl, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna be on this show, give us the whole kid and caboodle. Don't be trying over here half stepping. We won't appreciate that shit. Uh, but you're right, and this is also the scene we see with Sierra and BK Brasco back together allegedly. Um, which also which again looks like it's gonna be again, this is a setup episode because it looks like next week there's gonna be trouble in well, I don't wanna say paradise because BK don't look like he Wash and Sierra is so I guess trouble and I'm surprised to know. see them still together. And I'm sad for Sierra having such low self-esteem. Yes, I said it. Like yeah. he admitted to cheating on her like last season throughout their whole situation. Well, I take that back. I don't know how low her self-esteem is because we talked about the fact that as a 
at the time she was married, so there was no uh, real way she could dictate what he was doing as a married woman. So, yeah. but for them to still be together and they talking about they they still learning each other and figuring each other out, which is fair, but they still own again and off again. Y'all are too fucking old to be on again and off a of fucking again. Either you're together and doing oh doing what you fuck you need to do to be together, or you not. Y'all right. are sixty years old, respective. You know, y'all y'all too fucking old. Yeah, that BK, was I know BKO because he still used Duke in his hair. <laughs> so I know you're not gonna convince me that he's not an older man. Like he's still using Duke hair pomade in his goddamn hair. And we don't know how Sierra is because we don't know what she looked like when she laid down on the table and when she got up. We'll okay, because she, she, like she gives me weed. she gives me death becomes her vibes. Death becomes she gives me, you know, she you know what I can see is she gives me winter is coming. <laughs> she gives <laughs> You know, she gives me she gives me she gives me a bit of Westeros. It's fine. It's fine. But uh but yeah, the on again off part off again part is what threw me off. Um not so much of them being back on the show because again, you know, Mona will bring anybody and they need a check. Uh well I don't know. So about, then, oh, go ahead. The real question I have is where is Shooter? Mm. If you didn't brought BK back, bring Shooter back. Bring Pig Nose Keely back. <laughs> bring, bring Blue Da Vinci back. Bring back the hard hitters that was bringing the mess. Don't give me, don't give me no fucking Shay Mac and Pooh right. and BK. Right. Ugh. Right. Which uh, the previews next week? Uh, Sierra and BK get into it because. Uh, oh well. So Rashida and Kirk want Sierra and BK to come on this couple's cabin trip. And in true sassy nigga fashion, BK is like, y'all sure? Because every time y'all do some cabin shit, shit go down. Right. And he spoke what we was thinking, like a true bad bitch would do care. And mm -hmm. um, so they agreed to go. And then Pooh pops up like, as long as ain't no poo there. And, and Rashida and Kirk is like, uh, hell no. Nah. And that's when Sierra's like, yeah, Pooh basically... Bogarted her way on our couple's trip because they, I guess, Sierra and BK had a couple's trip and they invited uh Rashida and they invited Carly and um her boy, her fiance, or they still together. I looked on Instagram, but um, and they couldn't make it, so Pooh invited herself. Well, according to the preview for next week, Pooh was flirting with BK trying to fuck him and shit is fin fixing to blow up, mm -hmm. and I'm ready. It's about Correct. to go down. Correct. I am ready. But uh, speaking of that scene, I do love how, even though I, you know, I jumped ahead a little bit, I do love how everybody on the show basically was dragging her soccer mat for like, girl, you was the fuck stupid for that shit. And like I said, she, because Carly was there, she apologized and they squashed that shit, which, you know, they needed to. Because we didn't, but her soccer mat still don't need to be on this fucking show. <clears throat> so, Carly gets the call that she miscarried. Um, Condolences to Carly. I do not wish miscarriage on my worst enemy, and it is truly some bitches in this world I do not like. However, um, that is at her age, um, miscarrying um, is basically a foreshadowing for how difficult it will be for her to conceive and carry. Um, so I'm, you know, we here at Ratchet Ramblings are mommy positive. 
uh, woman positive. We are woman positive. And so we hope that you are recovering. We hope that you are remaining optimistic about uh, conceiving and caring. Uh, And we wish you the best in that. Um, But you are still a bozo because while we are here, yes, you are a bozo. Mm -hmm. What's the boy? What's the fiance name? Ernest Agnes Mo. Mo. Oh, I can call this man Agnes. I was wondering, but I was gonna let you cook for it. Forgive, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Uh, I like Mo. Let me yeah. say that I like Mo. If of all of the men on the show, Mo seemed like a mind my business ass type of nigga. For which now, we can appreciate. Well, which yeah, the ties can change because yeah. men can cis men can cis het men can make you regret complimenting him. Them, but the ghetto, the ghetto, yeah. And so Mo, um comes to talk to Carly. He's like, why are you not answering your phone? And she like, you might as well get your goddamn ass back up and leave. And he like, what are you talking about? Where the fuck was you? Why was you doing this? And he explains about the kid. That's cheating. He like, what? You can see his face. What? This bitch crazy ain't stick my dick nowhere. This woman that called me talking about this might be my child. Let me tell you something. If a woman calls your man and says that he may have a child with her, that was conceived far before y'all was fucking around. Um, and you don't tell him to go see about that child and make sure he knows what's what with the kid. I don't respect you as a woman. Mm. I truly don't. Just because mm. you my man don't mean you need to be a deadbeat dad. That part. I don't, I don't, I don't give pussy to deadbeat fathers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped up in my heyday. I've learned. I've grown. I've elevated. We call growth. Growth. Hashtag the work. But as a woman who's about something, if you are having an attitude because a man is taking care of his business and making sure he's not leaving any kids to wander in the world without a father, um, I you trash. And Carly was her reaction was trash. Mm-hmm. Like he found out like two weeks ago. And the woman hit him up on Facebook and he gave her his numbers. What I feel is what they he said happened. I don't remember word for word, but she reached out on social media. He gave her his number and said, listen, call me or text me. They did that. He went down there. He wants to get a DNA test on the child before he brings it to Carly. Um, and Carly is flipping out talking about having any other communication with a woman is cheating. Carly, you are 71 years old. In dog years. In human years. Acting like a fucking teenager. A man having communication with a woman is not cheating. Especially if we're talking about a man trying to make sure that a, ki- a child is, is his or not his. What are you fucking doing? You done broke up with the man. You done called him out his fucking name. Then you gonna throw the the miscarriage in his face. One, he didn't even know you was fucking pregnant. You barely knew you was fucking pregnant. Like, let's get to the nitty gritty of this because I do not like when women do that. I understand how hard pregnancy is on women. Okay? But if you have a partner that's there and accounted for pregnancy with things like miscarrying and such like that, that is hard on them too. 
especially when the two of y'all was just in the episode before talking about how excited y'all were to be working on having a child together. Why would you take that moment and be like, well, we had, a, I had a miscarriage and you don't give a fuck. So just get up and go. You don't care. You was too busy cheating and all that. Like you are fucking weird and old. Like the only reason the doctor suspected you was pregnant is because you was like, doctor, I've been bleeding for like three weeks. And the doctor was like, okay, that's not normal. Let's do some blood work. Right. In terms of communicating, you didn't you didn't communicate to your fiance what was going on with your body. He found out after when you was angry and throwing it in his face like a dagger. That's fucking trash. Yeah. Girl, Carly, even when you win, you try to lose. I don't understand it. And I'm and the thing when Mo was disrespecting her, when Carly was disrespecting Mo, he was like, let me get up and get out of here. I'm not going to be disrespected by her. I'm not about to sit up here and argue with her and all this other shit that she used to doing. I don't have to be here. And right. that's the that to me, that shows me a lot about his character. Because he could have cussed her out. He could have did this. He could have did that. He was like, you know what? I'm not about to do this. I'm not going to sit here and be disrespected. I'm not going to disrespect. I will go. Right. And the producers, no, Mo, no, chill, sit, chill. And he like, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, which, nah. Which I'm glad nah. you brought that up because that stuck out to me. Because I'm like, so y'all, so here's somebody that is trying to de-escalate the situation and remove himself from a situation and y'all want him to stay there and turn up and do all this kind of crazy stuff for y'all ratings. So again, Mona, th again, this is another reason why Mona and Love and Hip Out, y'all trash as fuck. Because that man ain't want no parts of that shit. He was trying to remove himself, wanted to go. He didn't want to be disrespectful or be disrespected, which is well within his writing. Y'all talking about, no, most stay, talk it out, blah, blah, blah. Girl, fuck y'all. That's how I felt. Because I don't think I've ever, well, I don't want to say ever, but I think it's been a minute since I've seen that where someone is like, you know what, fuck these cameras and stuff. I'm going to walk away from this tumultuous situation. I'm good. You know, we might hash this shit out off camera or whatever the fuck, but I don't want to be here right now because this is too much. And the producers and stuff is like, no, nah, no, nah, stay. Give us mess and drama. I don't think I've seen that in a good little minute. So for that, Mona and Love and Hip Hop, y'all get the bozo of the week because that was trash as fuck. Yeah. And you had a responsibility to check Carly. Like, Carly, we will stop filming with you if you don't act in a manner that we could keep the show going. Right. Y'all are so like moaning them and I'm and we watch it and we like it. And so I'm not saying it's wrong, but love and hip hop and Mona are so used to making the or having the cast act in a manner that is so dysfunctional and trash that when a man is saying, I'm not about to do the dysfunction that they felt the way mm -hmm. so absolutely i because agree with just, you jeremy like fuck them bozo of the week bullshit mm -hmm. and then to just to further punctuate because i know we ain't crazy but just to further punctuate how fucking how much of a fucking bozo <laughs> carly was about this shit mimi and bojita basically said what the fuck we said like girl how this man gonna communicate you communicating how he keeping it a secret from you when he just found out and how he gonna come to you like girl i got an outside baby when he don't even know if it's his baby or not <laughs> like you know right she don't know she got uh, experience mm -hmm. that part <laughs> <laughs> that part <laughs> so, so carly you just a fucking bozo but mona in production y'all definitely get bozo of the week because what that was gross
That was gross as fuck. Speaking was, of gross, I didn't like it. Speaking of gross as gross as fuck, uh, our ball V and this goddamn shot to her fucking head. What in the Mortal Kombat hell is this shit here? Hood like, bitch. God damn. She like a she, bitch, and not just that's what it is. Like she was, I think she was at Sierra House or something, and she was having migraines, and she was like the the bullet. They never cleaned out the, I think the the, the fragments bullet, of the bullet the, still in her head. They right. couldn't get them out. So I'm I was like, like, wow. I'm like, what did a Terminator ass? This bitch a this? war hero. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she she a living war hero. This motherfucker, she don't went through more shit than John McCain. Goddamn. Hey, Ooh, too far. Okay, Jeremy. Cool. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we can move on. <laughs> let's move on to to let's finish out the scrap because I think that'll be the end of everything yep. with scrap and Monice and scrap and Tierra. Yep. Um, so, first so of all, so let's hit scrap and Tierra first because I because scrap... that's where I was going to because I don't. What do you mean you want to like? This is where I got confused because uh, so him and Tierra have a conversation and she gives a half ass apology and she does makes these comments like I want to, you know, you can't just play with people. You can't just hurt people like that and blah, blah, blah. And scrap like, OK, but you put your hands on me and I didn't like that. that part. And so. Scrap does something that really shocked me. Scrap said, Tierra, I am truly sorry for the pain that I've caused you in the past. I'm sorry for the lying. I'm sorry for the cheating. I'm sorry, you know, for not treating you like you should have been treated. I'm sorry. Very mm-hmm. sorry about that, which I applauded because sincere apology can can at times be a step in the right direction for somebody's healing and for them to co-parent better. Right. However, he got to this part and he's like, I just want to be a family and work on parenting. And that left me in confusion. Do you want to co-parent mm-hmm. or do you want to parent together as a couple? Because words mean things. Words mean things. And this is the part where we say scrap is trash because I think this is one of those word means things moments mm-hmm. because he's not being clear and concise in his intentions. Right. And I didn't and he- like that. Because he's leaving the door open because you're right. Like, we family regardless, but do you mean family and co-parent or family and, like, okay, I'm going to do my thing. But if 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 the situation ever arrives where well, I need some pussy, will you be down? Because that, I mean, And that's, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, mm-hmm. are, are you saying you want to be in a relationship? Are you saying you just want to cut something? Are you saying you want to co-parent? Again, his intentions are not clear, leaving the door open for mess. Right, which, and, is, which is what has transpired. Yeah, uh, now, absolutely. Now, right, now that's not saying that T.R. is still not a bozo, but because even in this conversation, he brought up what we had been bringing up. It's like, bitch, while I was in jail, you didn't visit and you got married. So Yeah, oh, that was a kicker. He was like, you, I had to find out through somebody else. You didn't even come and tell me you had got married and had another kid. Right, um, and, I was and like, that's some that's some weirdo. That's some weirdo sneaky bitch shit too. Like, right, uh, girl, what is happening? But then I get out, and you think you think you are I, you think you are old this dick when you left me for dead while I was in prison. Like you ain't even come. The son did, but not you. Like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? But again, however, he does lead. He he's one of them niggas where it's like. 
everything is uh is 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 a mystery with him. It's like yeah, we might be together, but then we might not. You know what he is? You know he Scrappy is Scrap is mixed signals personified. Yeah. That's a great, yeah, he definitely is that. He did. Now, again, Tiara Bozo, because some of them sounds is like, girl, now you took it too goddamn far and you still did put your hands on him. But we can, you know, hopping off of him and uh, Tiara just with him and Moniece. Shit, he mixed it up, signaling um, with Moniece like a motherfucker as well. Yeah. Which and we, we might as well hop Moniece. on over. Yeah, right. we might as well hop on over to that because that's a great. Uh, that's great key points about the way he deals with women. Always mix signals, and mm-hmm. um, from slobbing Tommy down on camera, but then saying, "Well, I didn't tell her to kiss me." What you didn't stop her? Right. You didn't need to be around her. Right. Uh, same thing. Yeah, but you telling everybody you just want to co-parent and raise your child, but you sitting on this bench, this park, telling her you want to be a family and parent. Which does not mean the same thing as co-parent. Then we hop on over to Monice and you giving her bullshit. Monice didn't even know that you were on off on parole or off parole or made parole or what the fuck ever you did. And to the point that you could be to the point you could be out past seven o'clock. And Monice, uh, the bitch is crazy, but crazy bitches always pay attention to detail. (laughs) <laughs> That's one thing I can say with a super crazy bitch. They pay attention to detail. She's like, right. it's eight o'clock. You, we're sitting here at this coffee shop, which is telling me that you must have made parole. Yeah, I'm not the last one to find out about it. And I'm just sitting here Come like, on with this. Yeah. I, I want to speak to the manager voice. <laughs> I'm the last one to find out about it, Scrap. What's going on? This nigga talking about, why, how did you know I didn't want to surprise you? Boy. He gonna tell her you ruined the surprise. Boy, you know what? I t- you know what? Adding on to what I said, not only is Scrap a mixed signals ass nigga, he also a gaslighting ass nigga. Because boy, what? What? Nigga said I was trying to surprise you. You ruined it. You gonna surprise me with parole, nigga? The fuck are you talking about? Oh, exactly. Goddamn surprise, you bozo ass nigga. Listen, the hell is you doing? And so, you know, Monique gets on her chicken nugget titties. Shout out to uh, Nikki. Feelings, which understandably. So even though we don't care for Monique's, but, you know, Scrap being so much of a goddamn mixed signal ass bozo, it's like, I mean, we got to call a spade a spade. She's like, uh, you know, I'm good, love. Enjoy whatever you got going on, whatever you want to do with your she, she was a she, Yeah, she had a point, but the point she tried to stand on when he was like, I got to deal with Tierra because I have to co-parent with her. And she's like, you got a co-parent with her. And I'm like, yeah, girl, the same way you co-parent with Fizz, bitch. What is you talking about? Yeah. I now you can't stop him for you can't stop him from co-parenting, but you have an absolute point about the fact that he needs to get if, if he gonna if you gonna be fucking with somebody, they somebody in their life should not be disrespecting you. They right. supposed to handle it. Right. Your best she- friend, your mama, your grandmama, your daddy, your cousins, your uncles, your baby mamas, who the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. Should know better than to disrespect me as long as we're dealing with each other. It should be respect there. So I am absolutely glad that Monice is taking the hint and getting the fuck on out of Dodge and leaving Scrap to what Scrap do to other women. Because clearly Tierra is not trying to leave him alone. And he's not trying to make sure that Tierra respects boundaries so that he could have a personal life. So that does say to me that, that he's trying to fuck with her at this point. Mm, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Maybe not be in a relationship, but he's trying to have something with her. He's trying to hey big head her. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. <laughs> no thank you. No. So Monisha a bozo, like like uh Jeremy said with chicken nugget titties. Uh but good for you for not wasting time on somebody who doesn't seem interested and making sure that you are respected and protected while you're fucking with them. So right. that's what I got to say about that. And before we head on over to Black Ink, we're going to take a pause for the cause. And when we get back, we will get into the season finale of Black Ink New York. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back. Uh, we hope you missed us. Probably not. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but we are about to wrap it on up and get up out of here. Um, Black Ink had its season finale after all 57 episodes. Oof. Listen, like I feel like this current season of Black Ink been on since 2017. Yes, like I feel like I had London and this was still the same season of Black Ink. I definitely felt like Obama was still president with this. Season. It's been, it's yeah, it's it's they are it's doing been the years. most. It absolutely but has episode 22, like came to say the season finale, Free Coast, which we'll get to that. Uh, so they pick up right where they left off last episode, where they have uh, World War Caesar with <clears throat> with little paper mache back Alex and Caesar <laughs> and Caesar, <laughs> little macaroni art back. <laughs> you know, in school, back. you just make a yeah, you make some macaroni art using uh, elbows and uh, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That shit snapped right in half. Uh huh. With some with some toothpicks with it too. Mm-hmm. Glass mm-hmm. back, Alex. Glass back. A <laughs> 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 uh, little little macaroni, our Alex. Little thin back, Alex. Mm-hmm. But uh, he leaning up on he uh, leaning like them franchise boys on the truck. Donna is in the truck and Sky is coming out trying to see what's going on. And Caesar is posted up by some, I think, probably a parking meter. Um, yeah, it was a parking meter. Yes. Um, so, to make a long story short, and, I, and the initial conversation, because this happened multiple times, um, this first conversation was Alex making very valid points um, about the fuck shit that she has done and Teddy has done that we touched on last episode. Um, and then, in typical Donna fashion, because she can't shut the fuck up, she fucking ruins it. She's like, babe, tell them about the other thing. And you and and I peeped it because I watched it twice. Cause I watched it when it um during 
during the week, and then I watched it before we recorded. And Alex paused for a second to be like, do I really want to bring this shit up or not? And Alex, my love, this is why I have to call a bit of bullshit on you because I don't want to be on no K-Man shit and you should say, tell Donna to shut the fuck up and stay in the wrong place, but I do think you should, in fact, be like, Donna, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> because he probably like he want to say this shit. And then hit this goddamn bozo he's talking about on top of the real shit that you did, C's, which C's apologized for, then this motherfucker talking about, we also don't like you because you told some motherfuckers not to give us some free coats. Hence the name of the episode. And I was like, so y'all just gonna squander all this perfectly good opportunity to drag C's to bring up some goddamn coats. Some fucking coats. Like, I can buy y'all some coats if y'all that fucking bad. What the fuck are you even talking about? And do you know how mad it made me to agree with fucking Caesar? After y'all just dragged, rightfully dragged him, you talking about some fucking coats, you bozo ass bitches. You yeah, that shit was Both weird. I was like, what fucking goofies? Like, first of all, everybody Everybody know you could uh you could go find coats anywhere in New York. That's one thing New Yorkers love: leather coats with fur hoods and motherfucking Timberlands. You could find them at a gas station. Thank you. Shit, you could find them at a goddamn at, bodega. I was just about to say you could find one of them for the bodega. What the fuck is y'all doing? Like I was like, okay. And the first thing C's does is run and tell that. Like, do you know these niggas was mad about some fucking coats? And listen, and I too would have said that. I'm like, she's was like, nigga, I just apo- I just rightfully apologize for fucking up your back and you can't pick up your son and you worry about some fucking coats, my nigga. I like, wouldn't what? give a fuck about no coats. I'd have been like, sees, I appreciate the apology, but you got to cut me a check. I need that to part. be able to catch up on my fucking bills. I that need part. to be able to pay my son's daycare for a year so I figure out my next career move or something. Like, you got to cut a check. Like I want to drop the lawsuit, but we got to um, we got to settle this. We got to Johnny Cochran it up in this motherfucker. Because yeah. I just I was just like, so y'all just gonna go full bozo? And again, in typical and, and shout out to Scott because Scott knew what, what the fuck was up. Scott was like, Donna, shut the fuck up! What is you doing? <laughs> and I, I too, I, I too was yelling at my TV. I'm like, daughter, bitch, what are you doing? What the fuck are you talking about? Talking about some fucking coats. And then the, the part that really got me, this bitch up here talking about it's not about the coats, it's about the disrespect. What's more disrespect for them fucking up this man's livelihood and back? What the fuck is y'all talking about, you stupid ass bitches? What did you Listen. <laughs> Well, I, listen, I've been waiting on that for I've been waiting on my spirit to drag them for this first part because we're gonna come back to this because it came up again later in the episode. But I just could not believe you just brought us a fucking coat, even if you didn't want to accept C's apology, which fell. You could have just walked the fuck walked walk the fuck off and left it at that. You up here talking about some fucking coats, talking about you told a motherfucker that <clears throat> you told a motherfucker that we go to shop with together off camera not to give us no coats. You stupid ass bitches. Yeah, I was weirded out by that coat. Like, are y'all homeless? What's the big deal with coats? Right. (laughs) It's like, y'all can't put a coat on the baby? Like, what the fuck is happening here? What's going on here? Every Walmart sell coats. Why is we crying about coats? I know there's some Goodwills up there in New York. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Oh, anyway. Anyways, yeah, that was stupidity at its finest. Uh, from which two, from two bozos. It, from two bozos. Speaking of bozos, Tati. <laughs> Tati and Teddy finally had a talk. This is probably what Curtis was talking about last week. Yeah. The like bonus scene that like is from the next episode. But um Uh, okay where you going friend because i think i might know but i just want to see what no i'm not you might not because i'm just disgusted at both big titty teddy and uh lord fuquad tati sitting up there (laughs) fucking having a conversation and he like you've been wilding on the shop like it took crystal saying yo this is your problem you need to fix it because we are sick of this bitch yeah that's and he's sitting up really there like, you've been wilding at the shop. You've been being mean to everybody. Because you're a bitch. Mm. That part. You're a bitch. And it doesn't excuse Tati's behavior. But you're a bitch, Teddy. You're a big titty bitch. You, like, you a lame, Brian-ass bitch, Teddy. Yes, come on with them cacique bras. <laughs> you, you a bitch with fancy bras, Teddy. In a very unfancy mindset, just very mm. mediocre, regular, subpar, mm. goofy motherfucker. Because the apology was long fucking overdue. Mm-hmm. And Tati just looked the fucking mess. Like, Tati looked like she haven't bathed since Teddy broke up with her. And that's my biggest problem with her. It's not the fact that you being mean to them goofy bitches in the shop. It's the fact that you look like you doing it and stinking at the same time. Right. Like, you bitch, you can't be mean and stink. Bitch, you got right. to either wash your snatch or you need to be more pleasant in the fucking shop because you over there looking like you smell like dog farts. Yeah. She, she over there looking like, you know those uh, you know those dollar packs of dog food that you get in Dollar General or some shit? Yeah, she looks fucking she looking disgusting. Like. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, in between time... He apologized. She upset. She accepted it. They are not back together. And that was that. Right. In which I I just I still cannot get over this point of that. Tati really thought she was the special enchilada and this nigga was gonna treat her different. I just I, mm, mm. Well, suffer girl. I mean you're over there looking like misery, so I don't know what to tell you. You definitely look like uh, Kathy Bates if she ate too many tacos. Mm. Showed her looking like a handmaid's tail. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Cinco de Groucho. That's what the fuck Tati is. Yeah, the bitch is grouchy and undicked and she needs to get that fixed. Right. So, this is Black Ink's last day in... California, Walt, uh, Puma, and C's hang out, which we haven't seen all three of them hanging out in a very, very long time on this show. Uh, so that was a thing. They are again smoking all of the legal Cali weed that hit different. And you know, I would like to experience that one day. I'm not even gonna sit here. I ain't gonna hold you. I too, I too would like to hit some legal weed. Yeah. So I, I can't even well, hold you. I, I have. Mm, mm. Very special, I, very spicy, very yes. saucy. Caliente indeed. Mm. 
Very ca- caliber. Mm, ca- Cali caliber. I see <laughs> we stand alliteration, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> they have one last honestly, we can get through this real quick. They have one last party, one last, you know, black ink parade, typical fashion. Uh Tati, uh, speaking of Tati, Tati goes to apologize to Crystal. And Crystal's basically like, girl, it's still fuck you, but we got to work together, so I accept. So, girl, what is for lunch? <laughs> so, and, like, Crystal hey. got her digs in, like, girl, I've been trying to tell you this. Correct. So, then, you know. But so, they, go they got through it, and mm-hmm. okay, so Toki is being really fucking mm, weird. Yeah, yes. And so, you know it, what? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, <clears throat> We, I have to bring this up because we said that, and as a matter of fact, I think you said it, that it seemed like from the previews based on last week, it seemed like Tati was for once not the aggressor in mind of her fucking business. And we said, Toki, that if it comes out that you were indeed the aggressor in the bozo and you got beat the fuck up, we were going to drag you by them thin ass goddamn edges with that ponytail, girl. We said that. Yep. And so, I mean, honestly, they, they didn't really fight. So we can't drag you for losing a fight that didn't happen. But we can't drag you for being a fucking weirdo. She seems to have, like, a weird obsession with Crystal. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like she wants to be her girlfriend or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's Is that the only weird. one that picked up on that? Because that's what I feel. Like, overprotective. Like, like yeah. Like, she wants to be... She wants to be... Um, Sipping the martini from her um her enchilada. Yeah. Because she definitely I, looked like no she wanted to eat sense. the mild taco sauce up out of crystal. Yeah, she and definitely she definitely wanted a special. She definitely wanted yeah, a special because she it definitely didn't... wanted it. She definitely wanted the chalupa. Mm-hmm. She definitely did. Because they had this party, Crystal and Tati um communicating again. They made up and stuff, and then here go Tokyo like. Oh, so what the fuck is this? You weren't gonna tell me that you made up with this bitch, girl. It wasn't your damn business. <laughs> like, like you and Tati don't really have no fucking issue. Um, uh, and the main bitch that Tati had an issue with, Crystal, even though you know she was a bozo for that, they made up. So, girl, what is you mad about? What is you mad about? Now, do I think Tonkin definitely had a point about Tati talking crazy to everybody in the shop? Absolutely. But girl, this wasn't the time, and that wasn't the heel to die on for this fight. That would didn't need to be no fight. So what the fuck are you even doing? So then they get the screaming, arguing, and pushing and shoving, and Toki is like, "I quit." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, we found one secretary, we could find another." I'm like, "Was there anything of value lost, really?" Because you know what, you know what, you know what? I figured something like this might have ha- might might happen. Because it's almost like, kind of like, you know, in Game of Thrones or something where a character, like we just talked about this, where a character talking too damn much and then they get killed. Tokyo been talking way too goddamn much these last few episodes. So it it would make sense where she would even get fired or quit. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, she could go. I'm not attached yeah. to her. Yeah, she can go. She definitely can go, especially these last couple episodes. Like, girl, what the fuck is you even doing? Like what the what the fuck was the point? If they, if they two if they made up, why are you coming in? Why are you trying to keep up shit and come between two women who made up and have found a mutual ground? That's some weirdo shit. Like you want them to keep being at odds with each other over Teddy? Like girl, what? 
what sense did that even make? Well, we, you know what? We should have seen this coming because we also have to remember this is the same bitch that popped out of a goddamn uh, a goddamn box and started cussing everybody out in her introduction to the show. So you know what? You can go, Toki. You can go. Yeah. Bye. You, you, you quit. Cool. Here's your last check, bitch. Bye bye. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you had enough money to get some better wigs because that ponytail was not your friend. Yeah, at all. You was up there looking like Nene. And um, oof. But <clears throat> speaking of big dummies, um, everybody, <laughs> everybody has this last raw. They make up, even Alex and C's and Donna. And Donna's like, I still don't like you, but I accept your apology, C's. And they and every, everybody in the shop is like, that's the first time I've never heard C's sincerely apologize to anybody. And I'm like, eh. maybe not the maybe a few, yeah, but I wouldn't say the first time. But you know what? Storyline, they got to put extra shots on it. And so then Sky says, says the seeds, you have one more demon to face. And she says, we're going to, I'm bringing Duchess. And Seas immediately goes into fucking panic mode, which why wouldn't he? Because girl, what? <laughs> what? Then come to find out, <clears throat> Sky has Seas to do all this emotional baggage and all this fate, bo- boxing with his demons and shit. Only for Box. I get the boxing with my demons. Well, hey, Shane Mac is gunplay. Yeah. <laughs> gunplay Mac. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know what? Shay Mac, Mac is gunplay after a big chop. Mm. And you take with that what you will, listeners. Um, so yeah, but um, uh, after Seas does all this work and is ready to face Duchess and close out the chapter in his life, then pulls up and Candace, you called it because you said last week that Duchess said it wasn't her. And lo and behold, it was not Duchess. It was just some girl that Big Fish got via Sky to act like it was Duchess. So I just want to know what was the point? What was the point? For Seas to cry? And realize, oh, I really have been a piece of shit to everybody because I've been dealing with the fact that I ain't got Duchess no goddamn more. So is that the point? Because otherwise, what? Why? He could have went to therapy for that shit. Like what the this whole shit with Sky playing mother? I don't want to say Teresa because I mean she barely a mother, so that's that. But yeah. like, I just want to. What was the point? What was the point? Like honestly, last week could have been the season finale. Yeah, I feel like it should have been. Minus, I feel like they should have put the uh, Alex and Donna party in, and then that should have been the end of the fucking show. Right. Because you got this whole dramatic build-up, you know, talking about this Duchess and shit, and it's like, if, if that was, if you're gonna do all that, you might as well have brought Duchess. Like, what the fuck, I, what the fuck was the point, Big Fish? I know y'all, y'all niggas better not pull no shit like this with fucking Black in Chicago. I know that. Oh, you will be getting a sternly worded um, 53% ass letter from me. I will will put on my managerial jorts and write y'all a very stern letter. Very stern. Mm. Stern is... Never mind, never mind, never mind. But that Mm. was the week. Like I said, like we said, it was a very short week. Um, I don't think we have anything else. 
friend? No, we it. Potomac we... starts today, the yes. day that we are recording this. Uh, so next week we'll be back with three shows mm-hmm. and mess, hopefully. Yeah, because this was some boo boo. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it might be two shows since Black Ink is off. I don't know if Chicago is coming back next week. Mm. Yeah, so, so we'll it might be. See. It might be two shows, but you know we'll have three hosts. The trio will be back together. So. No, I won't be here next week. It's oh, Mother's yeah. Day. Mm. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna make it do what it do. We're gonna make it do. Y'all, what it yeah, do. y'all gonna make it make it happen like it got to happen, and that's just what it's gonna be. Uh, so I yeah, think that's I it. don't see I don't see anything for new episodes for Black Ink Chicago. Mm. Yeah, I don't see anything. Wait. Oh. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, you know what? I feel like even though it'll be two shows next week, we already know that the mess is about to pop off on Love Hip Hop Atlanta and Potomac. That's just gonna be missed just because that's just that's just what they do, and they have a lot to work with. Yeah, I agree. So we'll be looking forward to that, and we thank you all for tuning in to this very short oh. episode. Oh, 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 oh. oh. New episodes return Tuesday, June 4th for uh, Black Ink Crew Chicago. Uh, we live, baby. We bite. So, a month. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will be out next week. I will miss you guys. But um, you will have Curtis and Jeremy back. And you will have some quality mess to talk about. Uh, especially with love and hip-hop and uh potomac gearing up uh but with that we are out happy cinco de mayo happy cinco de negro um and yeah drink get drunk get fucked up and get ready for thrones and smoosh the goose that loves you okay bye everybody